Good afternoon, Robin. Hi. How are you? Oh, I am being held hostage by the show. True, true. I have finally realized that my captor is evil, and I have to rebel. <laughs> <laughs> like Colton did by trying to escape I, over the fence. Uh, he almost made it before he was pulled back into the van. If I, if I <laughs> hear the words fence or virgin one more time... Mm. I'm going to probably keep watching the show until I'm dead. <laughs> well, um, if you're one of our new listeners oh, yeah, who yeah. got confused and are listening <laughs> to this podcast because there is a television show called Can I Steal You for a Sec? This is Can I Steal You for a Sec to talk about critical theory. Yes, a podcast in which we use Bachelor as a critical text to talk about critical theory. So if you somehow are in the Venn diagram of someone that was looking for that show, <laughs> but also wants to know more about Lacan and Zizok, then you're in the right place today. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about psychoanalysis today, um, and we're going to juxtapose psychoanalysis <laughs> to this, what, like four hours of... Yeah. Of um, so television we're, we, content? We are a little bit. We're talking about episode nine, which is the fantasy suites, and then going into a little bit about the women tell all. So yeah. we are a little bit behind. But you know what? Work yep. takes time. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good things come to those who wait. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, are we, is anyone really watching anymore? Like, yes, millions of people. We're all very weak. So, yeah. um, so I guess, I don't know. Do we want to talk about psychoanalysis first and sure. then get into our feels? So, <laughs> the person most associated with psychoanalysis is Zizak. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Zizak, um, if you're listening. Yeah, call us, is Freud. And Freud is one of those theorists who has been sort of absorbed into popular culture and kind of his most surface level ideas become part of pop culture and I think get distorted a little bit and I think that we know Freud is in our lexicon as Freudian slip Oedipal complex id ego super ego um, and he sort of becomes this like this crazy guy who thinks that all boys want to have sex with their mothers um, I think gets a little bit bastardized. I don't know. Is that the word? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. So Freud, he said, I mean, he's been critiqued to death um, as he should, as any theory should. But I personally think that he set up a lot of really critical foundations to how we think about the self and his, he's the precursor to the way we, that we do therapy. Yeah. And, you know, psychoanalysis was an in-person therapy. And he was a psychiatrist, of course. And I think that he's also important because he um, took medical psychiatry and really talked about the self and not just the sort of, you know, the neurological parts of, of mental health, but really talked about the self and, and inner self. And I think one of his big contributions is that we have a mass unconsciousness that is so vast and kind of the typical thing you see is the iceberg model where the tip of the iceberg is our lived life and then the, there's so much unconscious things going on that we sometimes we can't explain our behavior in practical terms. Yeah. And I think um, 
for also, like, pulling Freud out of, like, oh, well, he's not related to, like, we don't use his ideas in, like, psychiatry yeah. anymore. It's like, no, yeah, that's that's true, but his idea of um, the, the unconscious and having a psychiatrist or an interpreter look at someone's unconscious is very, like useful in in like critical theory to uh, to look to the position of a translator or an interpreter so like that um like looking at the scholar as an interpreter or a translator of symbols i think is really still relevant to like what we do today when we look at um when we do maybe like discursive analysis or mm -hmm. like analysis of symbols and like signs and he's really useful in looking at art uh so visual arts and even film and thinking about a psychoanalysis representations of films because um, to, to well he wasn't really he saw early film but not much but <laughs> when people use it they say that film and visual mediums are, are dreams are analogous to dreams yeah. in our dream world and what kind of it interprets and the thing about um, so he talks about psychosexual development which I actually think is very useful and I think I think what's misunderstood about him is like yes he had a medical background but a lot of what he wrote was almost philosophy or more theoretical ideas he was just like Let, let's explore this a little bit hear me out hear me out yeah. let me just say something and perhaps it's true so I think that gets misconstrued and I, I know I sound like a Freud apologist because I'm a Freud apologist <laughs> but I just I think that people are quick to jump on say and say how is he still relevant because I actually think it's very relevant and it's important that we take old theories and critique them, but also change them, um, which a lot of actually feminists have done. Yeah. I think, and then sort of like, I guess, moving into like the next iterate, like, so Freud is like the, um, like the foundation sort of like of psychoanalysis. Um, can I just, can I just oh, add yeah, one yeah. thing? The id ego and super ego to me mm -hmm. is super useful because I actually think that the, the question to like what separates us from animals and I think he actually has the answer in that we have these these drives these animal drives basically like fight fuck and find food but our ego is sort of the what we what restrains us from doing that and why we're not going around murdering each other is because we have this very human element in that we're able to restrain ourselves and you know there's a lot of like pseudo Darwinists who say like, well, rape is natural in the in the animal world, so it should be natural here. No, the reason that we are human is because we understand we have morals, we have a moral compass. Um, so I think that's why that's important. But go ahead, mm -hmm. you were going into yeah, I guess like Lacan, like who for me like confuses this more. Like Freud yeah. is pretty like um, maybe problematic, but at least yeah. like he's he's relatively like clear about like okay, we have the id ego super ego like okay we have like libidal i'm saying that wrong um like libidinal libidinal like urges like all this stuff it's like he's pretty clear with like his subject position um but jacques lacan is kind of like reinterprets freud um mm -hmm. in like a new way that i think like makes him more useful but also makes it much more abstract um and lacan his like intervention is that like this theory of the unconscious the unconscious is structured like a language so looking at the unconscious as like a system of language like going back to um structuralism um we can look at the unconscious and like i don't know like signs and symbols to like understand like systems of meaning mm -hmm. um and his other big thing um and this is kind of like where like where does the self come from like mm -hmm. where is like we have our unconscious and we have like our conscious self 
he comes up with this idea of the mirror stage where we conceptualize like the eye and so the mirror stage is like it's kind of like this anecdote of like a child looks in the mirror and like is reflected back obviously um and so that's the child um under has a new understanding of reality that the self that the child inhibits is different from what is presented in the mirror mm -hmm. um, and so this gets to um, this articulation like of Lacan's theory of the imaginary of these three orders of the imaginary the symbolic and the real and so the mirror is the imaginary um, and the symbolic is like um, the reality um, like there are real order um, and the real exists outside of language um, entirely so he has these like theories of like three orders um, yeah so I'm still working through Lacan Lacan's difficult for yeah. me his writing is difficult it's very yeah um, Freud actually some of his stuff is kind of wacky but I think his main texts are actually pretty accessible like he yeah. the, or that he has a really good translator let's mm -hmm. be honest about that yeah. so uh, Lacan to me is, is just I need like secondary and tertiary sources to understand it. I think Lacan, like for me, it's it's very interesting to look at these three orders of the okay, um, like we have the imaginary order, like the imagination, and then we have the symbolic order, um, which like I think a good example is of like the state, like <clears throat> the state is not like okay, like the United States government, it's like it's real, but it is like a collection of like symbols and meanings and like material structures that mean other things and so like for like the state for example is it's real in some way but it's also symbolic that like um that language structures reality and the the real is where i always am like where are we going here like the real exists outside like the structure of language and like human imagination yeah so like the real is is death <laughs> i think death death yeah and Zizek doesn't really help here. Um, <laughs> I happen to be on a page that shares so many Zizek memes. Oh, nice. That I just feel like that's what I know him for. But anyway, yeah. go on. Zizek, um, like, I don't know, kind of gets into, like, the real real and the symbolic real. And, like, what is the gap between the real real and the symbolic real? And that gap is where fractures are, like, our perception, like of reality like you know i don't know like this this crack is where our perception and our understanding and our consciousness can change um but that's honestly all i can really like contribute about zizek um, because he's quite esoteric yeah i think i think what i'm just gonna say that i understand about it is that like the real is shifting it's never it's it's never in one place and that's the point of it that you can never sort of nail it and just always question is this real like what is existence and you yeah can, so um yeah and i think i guess like the utility like of psychoanalysis is that um for me is like when it it's connected back to like feminist theory or like another theory like looking at like okay like we have this theory of like the unconscious but like when you pair it with like laura mulvey's um like the male gaze cinematic gaze cinematic yeah. gaze it's like okay well then this is how psychoanalysis can be like grounded with like something more material that like makes sense like the camera is the unconscious like yeah. gaze of the patriarchal like male it's like okay yeah. this makes sense so the thing i like yeah. about mulvey is that she took the parts that people called out to be really sexist like penis envy mm -hmm. what's happening um i'm just warm so i'm opening this window. okay is this real this is the symbolic real. Okay. Um, 
So what I like about that is that so Freud has been criticized for being misogynist, which fair because he also talks about hysteria in women. So what Laura Mulvey did was like instead of rejecting it, I'm going to take it and sort of like use it against itself. Like yeah. talk about okay, so if if there is penis envy, the cinematic gaze represents like a a scopophilia, like pleasure of looking, and the men are the fear of castration. So I just really like texts that take it um, to that level. And I um, I don't really think there's a lot of psychoanalysis theory going on, but I think I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, you should. I mean, I think it's it's there's some cool theoretical tools in the toolbox of psychoanalysis. Toolbox, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, it kind of I don't know. It inspired obviously like Lacan and blah blah like his work did inspire a lot of like feminist critique back and like so kind of I don't know like move the dial of like feminist theory and um you know and also just like how we think about language as well like as like you know different like different orders symbolic orders and imaginary orders so I think it's useful it's a little um I don't know needs to be freshened up what I think is interesting about it is that traditional psychoanalysis would say homosexuality is unnatural, it needs to be cured as an illness. But what Freud did do was, so before that, um, there was something called the invert where somebody who had same-sex desire was like a man in a woman's body and not in the way that's like <laughs> acceptable trans identity. And Freud really brought it into like object, like there that it's more about an identity and it's not just an illness and it's not just like a misplaced desire so in a way he kind of legitimized it even though he still mm -hmm. called it an illness and that's you know there's still some painful history there but it's just an interesting way of the way that theory shifts yeah i agree speaking of shifting oh okay so oh, were you, oh unless no no else. no okay. i'm i'm ready to depart um again like if <laughs> you guys need more information about psychoanalysis um there's that article like why does a letter always arrive at its destination that um, is weird to read. Um, I would recommend not you. my fave. Yeah, not my fave. Um, but if you really want to know what psychoanalysis is about, read this weird article about why does the letter always arrive at its destination. And there's so much like um, there's so many like videos and like good. I mean, Freud just Google Freud. Yeah. What am I going to tell? What, what so can I say? What we're going to say. Yeah. Google it. We'll do our best. Um, we aim to try. This. We're gonna yeah. aim to try. So now we're gonna we're gonna work our. <laughs> I'm like already exhausted. <laughs> yeah. We'll work our way through the fantasy suite episode and the disaster of the women tell all, um, using psychoanalysis a little bit. So I guess yeah. So start with Tasha. I'm gonna start there. Well, I want to start with fantasy suite. Oh, and in general, the yeah. sexuality and kind of people think Freud was obsessed with sex, but guess what? Like humanity is he obsessed right. with sex. <laughs> so sexuality and the way I read sexuality is not just like the act of penetration or stimulation. It's to me it's more of like a drive for desire, at least the way I like to think about it, and completing desire. And it really says a lot about like who desires who, who gets to desire, who gets to act on the desire, blah 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 blah. Like a field, I like that. Like yeah. especially like the field of like I don't know if that's like psychoanalysis, but like <laughs> and also like Emily was moving her hands in a field type. Yeah, I'm a formation. big I'm a big gesture. Let's psychoanalyze. Um, yeah, 
I want attention. Okay. Always. Well, easy. Well, yeah, easy. So we're done. Um, so this fantasy suite of this fulfilling, this sexual completion um, that is kind of at the... It's in the rules of the show. You know, it's become yeah. kind of one of the requirements to go through the process of this show. Yeah. And when Colton was on Becca's season, this is I think this is when we learned he was a virgin. Maybe not. I don't know. And he asked Chris, it was kind of funny, he was like, so what do I have to do in the fantasy suite? Yeah. And Chris is like, whatever you want. Mm. It's not like you're forced. Which yeah. was kind of an interesting question, especially Colton as a man. Yeah. And so they were joking that he was like, well, last time I, I talked about the fantasy suite, like, now I'm going to talk about it again. Yeah. Um, so Tasha was the first date. What did they do? Did they, like, go to a market or something? No, 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 no. Not the market. They went on a helicopter oh. and went to a Portuguese castle and then, um, yeah, and then went to the fantasy suite. So. so her personality is that she's nice, she's divorced, and she likes being in flying vehicles. <laughs> True. I just, like, saw, like, one of your script notes, um, and I love your interpretation of, like, the end game of, like, the fantasy suite. I don't want to like steal okay, your steal your really. note, but okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think like this notion like fantasy suite. So like Colton, like Tasha's obviously very. She's like she's like I'm ready to go to the fantasy suite. Like I, you know, like she, wa- she, she was wants. She like, wants it. She's like, give me that D. Yeah, give me that sweet sweet D. And so like this for me is I don't know. The whole Bachelor can be like described kind of like under like this it's it's kind of a symbolic order but it's also an imaginary order yeah. because it's like this <clears> is not it like whole reality television is all this it's like is this symbolic is this the imaginary it's oh reality pur- tv is so psychological it's like it's yeah. purporting to be the real real but yeah. like is it so i don't just the whole fantasy suite of like this artificial setup of um of like a romantic date the dinner and then like some type of like like sexual contact like between like monogamous partners is very so much imaginary real symbolic order wrapped up into one well i think he likes Tasha because she's motherly to him yeah. like yeah, she's a ter- she's a caretaker yeah um and he i think that's what he likes about her i think there's also an aspect of um magical negroism yeah involved I, um on my ongoing thesis that this is a white supremacist show. Yeah. And so she, I mean, they actually, she actually felt a little more like real, real, quote Mm -hmm. unquote real (laughs) this time. Um, And they went in the fantasy suite and he did not complete the act, which is his choice. Yeah. But I kind of felt bad for her because she was yeah. ready. Well, I think, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, her date was so, it was so uneventful. He was never going to pick her. No, he doesn't yeah. love, like, it just yeah. was obvious. It just, I think, like, I don't know. It he just, likes her a lot because yeah. she's, like, she'll take care of him. She, he loves women that um, do not get emotional about anything but him. He True. doesn't like a lot of drama. True. She's always happy. Like, she always has this fake smile plastered on her, like, this performative happiness. Yeah. And I think she was just tired of doing that. And she's like, listen, I've given you all this emotional labor. Get down there. Yeah. Do you think he... Do you think they had... 
okay, this is the other thing. This concept of virginity is it's very insertion of penis into vagina. Very psycho. Yeah. So, yeah. but do you think do you think there was any sort of stimulation and pleasure happening? I don't know. I think from again, and it's difficult to like. Okay, what is the imaginary symbolic or real yeah. reality of like their relationship is in the cutting and the editing yeah. of their relationship that we get to see. They don't seem to be like there's not a lot of like physical chemistry between yeah. them compared to the other the Hannah and the and Cassie where like he they're like he's all over them in like the in Do you the think showers. It's she's I black? don't know. Do you think he's uncomfortable like with her black body being physical in that way? I think that and this is maybe a little like is a psychoanalysis y, I don't know. He seems to obviously be like keyed in on like sexually like these very childlike white small women that are very i don't know if it is a type of um he wants to possess that type of like physical body and i think that taisha she obviously i don't know i think she looks and acts more mature so i think it's it's interesting like this scopophilia of you know colton you know the camera as like the audience were watching it but also colton as you know as a camera or as like um as a pair of eyes like what does he look for and like who's who is his gaze on i liked her loungewear yeah she looked beautiful yeah she was very fashionable and it sounds like they had a really emotional talk and cuddling, which, hey, I am all for. Yeah. Like, let's have, let's cry, let's cuddle. Yeah. That's all I need. But. I'm, but Cassie. But. I'm so ready for Cassie. But, okay, hold on. So, Tasha was disappointed that they yeah. didn't get physically intimate, which is, like, his choice. Like, they, he doesn't yeah. have to do anything, but I just, she kind of knew that. She knew it was over. She knew it was over. Yeah. All right. Cassie, this date made me die. Um, so what happened first? Okay. Did her father show up before the date? Before, in in between. So they went to the market. Um, I blacked out. They, yeah, they, they went to the market. They danced. She drank an espresso, which is probably the first time she's ever drank an espresso. Um, <laughs> she, I just, I can't. I'll, Who is she? Who's Cassie? I'll, I'll save. I'll save my general comments for okay. later. But um, she's. This is this is a good. What example. is her unconscious? Yeah, this is a, a good example. Like she. Well, her dad comes. Okay, so nothing of consequence really happens during the day. And then her dad comes to her hotel room before the night portion. And is like, hey, I just happened to be in Portugal. So weird. And he's you know really has this intense conversation with her. And I think like in this conversation with her dad and with Colton, we see Cassie doesn't have an eye. She's not self-actualized. And she's very attached to her father. Right. So Freud might say there's a sexual attraction Mm. that she never got over. And and kind of the idea that she's trying to replace him as a sexual figure. She's a very, she's an unmoored subject. Like, we don't, I think, like, her, it's hard for us, like, as as interpreters or as translators to, to read her unconscious because in all of her like verbal like in her conversation with her father she goes Mm -hmm. i just don't know i really like him like and then in her you know her breakup conversation with colton she keeps going back to like i don't know i don't know and so she there's no sense of like self-actualization like i'm not sure like where is cassie the subject at all yeah she just like is not present um and i think she's also kind of caught between like these systems of like the imaginary and the symbolic like she 
and her dad coming to Portugal was the entrance of the real into The Bachelor for her, I think. Real talk, I didn't think she'd ever, she didn't think she'd get picked. She thought she'd get like an Instagram or definitely, like on, and definitely. she's just like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, I don't know, like her, just her discussion with Colton, which was like, I died. Um, it was, the, it was, it was actually, actually, it was fascinating to me. Yeah. Like it, and it was like fair. Like I, have been there, not necessarily in her role, maybe in Colton's role, but but also on the outside, I'm like, okay, the fact that he kept saying, I want an engagement, that's that would freak me out too. But he then said, we don't have to get engaged, and I would have been like, okay, let's date. Like, right, right, right. Like, you don't have to be in love with the person you start dating True. at 23. You're like, let's, like, he literally is like, we can just date. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, and then that, I think, is like. I think she got caught up in it, like, the camera. Definitely. And she wasn't sure. It didn't feel real to her. Yeah. Well, that was like, I think, like, that's the point. Like, Colton was willing to enter the reel for Cassie and exit the yeah. show. He was willing to exit the symbolic order of. Of the Bachelor and Fantasy Suites, which obviously, like, she is unable to locate herself in. Um, but I think that she is just, she, <laughs> Cassie doesn't possess a, an unconscious or a conscience that is fully actualized. Yeah, to she an doesn't extent. have a real sense of self. No, her like. sense of self is. Also, she's absent. young. I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pull a Courtney here, but like, at 23, not many people. To say forever, like it, it just is yeah. not. It's but I miss script. But I, and that's fine. I think what is most disturbing is also like I'm a bebe like Cassie. Um, yeah, but you're mature. But I like I. I think that I would be able to like articulate my consciousness yeah, like would. in some you way. Would. So I find it disturbing that she is unable to do that either way to say yeah. that like no I'm not like I'm not I'm not ready like this is too much like I want to leave that you know like she's not she's never able to articulate in any sense and I think that this is related to her we can go Freudian like her father is obviously very much in charge of her life she comes from a very very evangelical religious family yeah and I think that that um, hierarchy um, I don't know, has obviously effects on her unconscious and her ability to, to look, is it the superego? The ability for her to like use her superego herself. Yeah. I mean, if, and then Freudian, so because Cassie was the one to leave, Colton felt emasculated. Mm. So Cassie kind of grew mm. a phallus in a sense. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So, Okay. You probably haven't been broken up with often, if at all. Big bitch. <laughs> um, uh, so, we all have our but you are you are a baby, so let's use <laughs> I'm, that. I'm I'm a child. So being broken up with is horrible, and yeah. I, as experienced of being broken up with, like every time I've probably begged the person to reconsider. Like, okay, yeah, that's I'm not taking it lightly. I it's very emotional, and it sucks, and I've cried, but. So I'll give him that. But his anger just felt like so much entitlement and like Cassie is allowed to not be in a relationship with you. But I think he got mixed up in like the show and he was like, I was promised a relationship mm -hmm. because I'm on this show and Cassie's not giving me that. And that was really frustrating. We'll go into that in next week's episode of Goodmore. So Yeah. So before we get to the fence jump. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? 
I think. Before we, like, go just into show goss. I think... Well, I think, like, your last point about, yeah. like, the point of, like, the fantasy suites and, like, the real, I think it's yeah. just... Because kind of, the women tell all, I don't know, that was just, like, that was a mess. Oh, it's like, uh, there's I, not really... It's hard, It would be really pulling to get something I like agree. that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just... Yeah. I didn't get enjoyment out of that at all. No. Um, so, your last point about this. Oh, I will... Okay, do you want to go into just, like, episode Oh, stuff? no, I was saying, like, that, like, the end game of Colton to enter the real... Uh was, I think, a good way to, like... Do you want me to say your point? What, 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 I don't... What did I say? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I see, I think I this see. is the way to end psychoanalysis. Okay. So the end game to Colton is to enter the vagina. Which, which is the, the vagina real. is the real. The real. Yeah. The, which is also, I think, a good, like... The real is death, and this goes back to Freud, that, like, to Birth. be... To be consumed by... Or to be, yeah. Like, back to the womb. Back to the try womb. Try to crawl so, back in. So there we go. Okay, um, sorry. I, oh, I did... That was pretty clever. That was I good, yeah. I did see it. You're like... <laughs> You have, like, the cursor on it. Like, um, read this. So this... Uh, yeah, so now general episode. Okay. So um, let's go to the fence jump. Uh, First of all, impressive. Impressive. That was an impressive jump. Way to fence. Yeah. Um, he's definitely in shape. Yeah. Um, I can't tell if I find Colton attractive I or not. It's just... I, don't think I mean, I'm not, like, turned on, but, like, I look at him and it's just... It's so neutral. I'm not turned off. It's just, like, he's just there. I would rather date Chris Harrison. Than I mean, Colton. that's not a... I mean, that's yeah. a... I would date him, period, without yeah. the option. True, true, true. But anyway... Um, he Okay, so the fence jump. So... That was a lot. Let's talk about... Let's talk about it from, like, a media studies point. I'm emotionally exhausted by how much they teased it. Yeah, so and that, so that was, was bad. teaser. And I get that. They kind of do that every episode. True. I mean, every season, there's, like, something that happens yeah. at the end. But... And then the thing about The Bachelor is, like, they have amazing, like, social media integration, mm. but it's almost like somebody's grandpa is doing it. Like, they don't true. quite get it. So, true, true, true. So, obviously, people on social media were, ta- were like, it was, like, hashtag fence jump or whatever. Right, right, right. But then they took that and kind of ran with it, and it's almost like the first rule of social media engagement is, like, don't talk about social media engagement. Yeah. So they were like, it's blowing up on Twitter, and... When are we going to get the fence jump? And then the official, like, Facebook account was doing, like, me- their own memes about it. Yeah, not good. And that's just icky. And it was spectacle. It was, yeah. a, it was a spectacle. So there's something, and I, um, I did not do the research to look that up, but there is a theorist who talks about the media event which is something mm. reported in the media that is not the that it's new the news is that it's in the media the reporting of it mm. becomes the spectacle and this was written yeah. before social media and i think we can point to so many examples of how something blew up on social media or so fire festival and when it happened was Definitely, was a, that's was, a good a, example. was a media event because yeah. the reporting of it was more than the actual event. I mean, now with the documentaries, it becomes like a like a narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I mean, there are several examples. The um, the Covington High School student. Yeah. Although that did happen in the real, if we're talking about that, the right. media event was the video of it, discussing the video, reactions aligns on video. So I'm always really conscious of that because it, it kind of, it's a thing in our society. I think we have to, we have to always analyze our media, but I think that what we have created is no more news and everything is a media event. True, yeah. Because yeah. I think you've heard my, I say this all the time, I hate when people 
make Twitter a subject as like a sentient being. Like Twitter is angry. Yeah. Twitter yeah. is blah blah blah. So this goes back to like Michael Warner's like public's counter public. Oh, you like, just took my boo. <laughs> yeah. Like where what is Twitter's public? Like yeah. what's a counter public? We're not all in the same public on Twitter. We're not all in the same public as Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Like there's multiple yeah. publics. And so. what is Bachelor Nation? It's an imagined community. Mm. Mm, and not true. to mention that the, the so this was all like in a live episode where they go and it's just it's so, it's too much there it's too, it's too like much. Russian doll nesting of self awkward self awareness well like, and to follow it with the women tell all where like you you obviously see Colton's fine and like this is resolved in some way that he's happy and willing enough to like you know go on the women tell all yeah. and like, do this thing like you know that this is re- like. The mystery or the drama is completely like gone for you as a viewer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and there was just so everyone's so angry on the women tell all, and like it's, it was it's just um, not great. Demi knows how to play the game. She is. She does. She's, she's going to be a star. She's little white. She's going to be a star. I think that she she's got charisma. She's got charisma. I think. Courtney was never going to win that game. You know what I mean? It's like, just don't poke the bear. The advice sometimes of, like, the living well is your best revenge. True. Like, I don't don't think bad about you. I just, I don't think of you at all. Yeah. Is, so, she knew that Court, I mean, Demi was going to win that. And then Demi got racist at some point and was like, Mibbing her and being like, oh, like all classless and yeah, like, all she's security. Very, I was yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah. Um, so women was, fighting, like the women fighting like that, just makes me uncomfortable and sad. It's not exciting. Like, I love a good, like, emotional convo, but this shit about Nicole coming out and that she was talking shit about people. I was, I was, I don't know. I think I. I don't know, like, Anyeka might have been, like, rude and mean to Nicole, but, like, I also think, I don't know, like, it's The word weird. bully is thrown around a lot. Yeah, I think that it was, it was interesting, I don't know. That's I think Anyeka, I, I think, um, doesn't listen and is a little bit about really self-centered. Me too. <clears throat> so. to, yeah, but, I mean, to the extent yeah. that she wouldn't even listen. Yeah. And listen, you know who's a crier? Me. So, well, somebody crying all the time is fine, but, like, the whole... And I wouldn't, I, but, like, people corroborated it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that was, I don't know. It was just, um. And then the whole, and then they were like, and the fact that, like, they, they are like, Nicole's our crier. Let's make her cry with a corporate sponsor again. Again, just like, it's just this gross self I wish I could have some Halo Top right now. It's so expensive. It is. It's like, when I was, like, in Brooklyn, like, it was, like, literally, like, $9. And it was bad, but. Cool flex. You still yeah. live in Brooklyn, okay? Mm. I lived in Oakland. Mm. Oh, let's not give away our identity. Oh my god, I I meant Brooklyn, <laughs> Iowa. Okay, <laughs> um, I meant Oakland, Michigan. Yeah, which I think there is one. Wow, anyway. we've never left the Midwest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. The Cassie's dress looked beautiful. It was this metallic one. Yeah, the metallic sweater. She is really pretty. She She's loves quite pretty. She lives for a middle part, which I like. Me too. It's it's a strong. She's style. got some good veneers. She just I don't know her her dad visiting her was so cringy. I don't know Cassie. Her. I don't I don't know Cassie. She, like what is her. You don't know she? about the reality television show she was on? Oh, no. I think I heard about it. Yeah, me. she was on. I, like, I haven't watched it. I, I forget what it's called. Um, but it's like it was some 
reality show about um, students at like some like super evangelical religious college in like California. So Ooh, I want to watch. So that. it's very like um, I don't have you seen like the show Preacher's Daughters? No, like. It was, I think that was like another kind of like too busy watching masterpiece theater. Yeah, mm. Mm. so it was like, she was on that show, so it was about like her life. It's like a college student. She's like, oh my god, I'm so young and beautiful, and I love to surf, but I and love Christ Jesus more. And so it was about her. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, is my ultimate wave. Right. So like her life, her struggle. So she's obviously I don't know now been on the circuit point, to call somebody going on the Bachelor as somebody who just wants to be a reality show is like not even an insult. Like at this point. Going yeah. on a reality show is a career, despite what we tried to argue in class. Some this, but I was Someone, like, um, don't even, don't even. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you was, even know who you're talking to? Yeah, don't, that was silly. Just that was silly. Um, so it's, I think she, Cassie, just she, I don't know. I think like she frustrates me because she seems to be such like a wet blanket she's so inarticulate and like that's fine if she wants to go sell fit tea and like go on the show but like can you just do it a little better and i think this is the reason why i didn't love um who is the initial hannah hannah from alabama not the one that like that hannah b yeah the one that was miss alabama yeah like this is why i got frustrated with her it's like i want her to like play the game better i want her to like play the part better and yeah. so cassie is just like moping about like crying like i don't know i don't know like this does not the people who don't play the game is more interesting though cassie's not interesting but like yeah. sydney leaving the show that's interesting no that was interesting but like she had like a explicit i don't know agenda she was like i don't know Anyway, so Cassie yeah. leaves. He jumps the fence. I love how Chris Harrison is, like, dressed already. Was he just, like, waiting for this? I've heard some, like, theories that either, like, that was shot later or he was just, like, on tap because, like, they knew that Cassie was going to leave, obviously, and, like, they were going to, you know, like, Colton would have to have, like, this conversation with, film the conversation with yeah. Chris about Colton being like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. And then the, when they were yelling Colton, I was like, I wanted to die. I was like, if you I say just, Colton one more time. I wanted to die the entire time that Cassie was on her date in Portugal when she was like, it is just so beautiful. beautiful. I've never seen I'm anything I'm having so like much it. fun. I'm really feeling feelings for you. Have you... I'm glad we have this connection. Like, I want... It's also the editing. Yeah. They have to keep it evergreen, so if they were like, oh, have you seen Black Panther? Which I doubt <laughs> either of them have. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not gonna... They're gonna cut that out. It was just so... Like, she was so boring and she, like... It was so boring. So, so he boring. called... Okay, so, um... This is what he said about Cassie. You're cute, you're quirky, you're awkward. Oh, yeah, I remember. So, quirky? Does he mean quirky? Quirky. He does, or does he mean, like, the chemistry uh, particle? He, I remember, like, and she was like, I'm only awkward because I like you so much. How is she awkward? She's cute. How is she awkward? I don't know. The only, the, the personality that they tried to display was Cassie making, like, a silly face when she had that, like, octopus plush toy on her head and they were like ha ha she's so fun she's so different i don't know if they pick the people this way but like there is zero humor like none of them have a sense of humor but they'll be like you're so hilarious and they're like laughing this forced laugh <laughs> well um do we want to announce the next bachelorette do i mean you know it's who? not a spoiler um, so like Alabama Hannah, Miss Alabama Hannah. I love it. I'm happy. We'll see how this goes. I've been. She's weird and she's, she is truly awkward. Like if we want to say awkward and it's, it's 
fun. I, yeah. And she's kind of unpredictable. We'll see. We'll see. I was looking at her, the male contestants. Yeah, they're boring. They're quite boring. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. we'll see. The guy who... Oh, God. Hannah's diss rap. I can't, I can't talk about it right now. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, we have to... Okay, so... Uh, this was... Uh, yeah, I don't know. The talking on the... The women tell all when, like... Listen, getting broken up with sucks, but, like, this whole thing was like, I don't really know. It's like, yeah, because people just... They don't like you. They don't like you. And that's and that it sucks, but this whole like owing, like all these people think they are owed love, which mm-hmm. is a whole total yeah. pet peeve of mine. Like nobody is entitled to love. Everybody should be treated with human dignity, but this whole narrative that like I deserve love. Like why? Why do you deserve? Like some people do, but not everybody does. I think if you find love great, but you're not entitled to it. And this is kind of like getting ahead to like the first like hand of whatever like the other hannah's like i don't know interview where she was like oh my god like everyone's gone like heartbreak is so transformative it's like well what about like i don't know anything else in your life that could transform you as a person yeah um that like being sad is not like an origin story of yourself (laughs) like um i don't know but, but let, we'll save that for next time. Yeah. Okay, so now we have things you hear on The yeah. Bachelor and things you hear on the seminar. <laughs> um, Do you want to read the first one? Sure. We're going to one of the oldest countries in Europe. Maybe when we're reading Das Kapital. Yeah. So, you. Um, it's sort of crazy and exciting. Yeah, me and post-structuralism. Um... You can't... Okay, go ahead. That's... Yeah. You can't plan too far ahead. I would never say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you go. I don't know if I can get there. Meaning, like, can I get to the study session? My car's broken. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know if I can, like, get there with, like, um, what's hot right now. Like, post-feminism. Post, yeah. Like, I don't know if I can, like, drive with it. Um, and, and then... <laughs> you are literally a three-year-old. <laughs> Um, <laughs> excuse me. I just also think when Cassie is like plaintively crying, like I don't know, I don't know. That's um, me when I read psychoanalysis. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Um, this was just it was. I it was a lot. I, a lot, I have a lot more to say, but I'll wait till next week because it's more appropriate. But the thing is, like the. The simulacra that has been created around Cassie, I could see how that got her really confused because she felt mm. pressured yeah. to do So I did... And also, guess what? She doesn't have to love him. Just because he wants her to, she doesn't have to. She, I And just, honestly, yeah. maybe she's just not that into you. I just want her to, like... I just think, like, she... Like, her sense of self, like, there's no self. There's no unconscious. There's no conscious. Like, she just seems to be, like, the last person she speaks to it's her dad or it's Colton or it's a producer. She even, when she even like ran off, like she couldn't even like continue her conversation with Colton as like a sentient being. She had to go to like the producer and be like, oh, this is hard. I don't know what to do. Like she, she lacks a sense of like fully developed like selfhood. And I wonder, um, if she can develop that sense of selfhood. Why do you, why does he love her so much? Like, is it because she's just the, the one who won on the show? Like, Again, like, I don't really know what their life is like, but, like, he just loves her. Why? I don't know. I I mean, that's... You can always... You can ask that about any relationship. True, true, true. I guess... I think he is just feels entitled and that he was... 
he's thinking about, oh my god, I went through this and I was promised a wife. I don't think Colton really wants a wife. I don't think he knows what he wants. I think that he, too, is immature and that he is caught up in the imaginary and symbolic order of the show. And I don't think he... I don't think that Colton's sense of selfhood is fully contextualized and developed. Like, I think he's... And this gets to, like, a question of, like, is this show, like, entertainment? Like, is this, like, what is the real, what's authentic, and, like, what is labor? Like, his job, his contractual obligation is to be on the show, to yeah. find engagement. So it's like, well, there's so many discourses. I don't know. Um, Ugh, wonder what yeah. Tia's thinking. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about this next week. Okay. Um, is there... I don't have any listener questions, unfortunately. Oh. Um, so, no. um, if you have a listener question or a comment or you want to tell us your dreams and we'll psychoanalyze them, yeah. it's bachelor, bachelorcriticaltheory at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Our show notes are at can I steal you for a sec? Tumblr.com. We're on Spotify. Yeah. And, and iTunes. If you're a new listener and you're still a new listener and you won't listen to this entire episode, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, for Always thank you for yeah, listening. Thank you for listening. Our we core, our core seven sets. viewers. We have more than listeners. seven. We have yeah. more than seven listeners. Now we thank do. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys so Excuse much. Excuse me. We have um, more than seven listeners. All right. Well, goodbye and good luck. Good night. Bye. Bye.